0: Nice little fake passes. Caught touchdown. What a start. Deontay Foreman with a grab. And boy, these Titans can chew up yardage in a blink. Rivers throws. Pass caught. Hines. And in for the touchdown. And Brissett will plow forward and get in for the touchdown. And for Jacoby Brissett, his first touchdown of the season.
2: That was Jacoby Brissett putting, uh,. The cherry on top of the Sunday for the Indianapolis Colts, adding insult to injury. You got an all-time quarterback sneak, uh, Jacoby Brissett, 34-17. to The Colts win in Nashville. Uh, I'm Greg Rosenthal, and tonight on the recap, I'm excited to be joined by Shiel Kapadia. Uh, you know, from Birds with Friends, it's a crossover week here. On the Around the NFL podcast, uh, Sheil writes for The Athletic, longtime, uh, writer with ESPN.com too. Sheil, and, uh, I'll start with this. Were you surprised that the Titans offense only, uh, scores 17 points, uh, in a primetime game here?
3: I was surprised, but what really stood out is that they have such small margin for error. You know, I didn't watch like the first half and think, wow, the Titans are getting shut down here. But you just look at the other aspects of their team, which I'm sure we'll talk about here in a second. And it's like if the, you know, the offense has been so efficient, they figured out the hard part, building the efficient offense, even though it wasn't at its best tonight. But like other parts of the team tonight looked like a complete disaster, and so you end up with a seventeen-point loss.
2: Yeah, I um, I picked the Colts in this game. Shields really smart. Everyone should check out his stuff. He's he wrote that that Carson Wentz um, takedown piece. I would call it uh, <laughs> earlier this week. I'm just kidding, but you just wrote about <laughs> the decline. Uh, and you've always got like an analytical bent. You're you're a really smart analytical writer. And I noticed your record this year on picking against the spread is outrageously good to the point where I was like, is this, is this a misprint? But you know what? You got this one wrong. I did. Uh, And uh, I got it right. So (laughs) if we started the season tonight, I want to know, and your own one, do you feel bad that you uh, didn't have as much faith in Phillip Rivers as you maybe should have?
3: Yeah. You know, I really, I I know you do picks also. And so I really wanted to be on the winning (laughs) end of this one, knowing I was coming, uh, coming on this podcast tonight, you know, the Colts, it, it feels like to me, they 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 need to be so efficient on offense like they are not going to produce a ton of explosive plays they had some tonight and they moved the ball i mean they moved the ball inside the tennessee 30 yard line on their first seven possessions and That's so outrageous. I, it was amazing i couldn't believe it because you watch the colts offense at times and it's just like everything's so hard nothing comes easy and there were times tonight where you thought all right they got to convert another fourth and one they got to convert another fourth and one but give them credit i thought they they schemed it up really well there were wide open receivers, I felt like all night long and Rivers did a good job of getting the ball out quickly. Yeah, I
2: I I only picked them not like that had any um not that any was any great insight is because I, I feel good about their offense, you know, against a team that can't rush the pass or against a team that can't yeah. get off the field on third downs. If you're able to do that, then I feel like the defense can show up, do its things, and the Colts should have enough Uh, to win. You, you mentioned the fourth downs, they go three of five on fourth downs. There were, there was a goal line stand. There was another turnover on downs in field goal range, uh, which usually will come back to haunt you. But I like that Reich uh, stayed aggressive and they do have a big margin for error when they play good defenses, but there's, there's like not that many good defenses. You know, there's a couple in the AFC, unfortunately for them, they're probably going to have to go through the Steelers, the Ravens at some point. And I think that's going to be a problem, but rivers, Didn't see a lot of open receivers. Doesn't throw it deep. Uh, We know he can't sneak uh, even one yard. He definitely can't, like, make plays. But he can throw in rhythm to these guys. And what I've been wanting to watch out of this team all year was just to find some juice. And I'm always thinking, why don't they give Naheem Hines more run? Because all the plays with Naheem Hines are good. And, like, the plays with Jonathan Taylor are rarely good. And Taylor made a a couple good runs actually on third and one, fourth and one. So maybe he can be that short yardage guy, but Heim says juice, man, he has burst uh, and he's a great receiver. He's kind of what you want in a uh, 2020 running back. I know you, maybe you're not going to give it to him 25 times a game, but maybe 15 and that he's kind of the lead dog there. So you get a little juice from him and then you get juice from Michael Pittman going over a hundred yards who is really good yards after catch. That's who you need uh, with Phillip rivers is guys that are going to make uh, opposing defenses miss. And so if I'm a Colts fan, more of that, please. Those two guys uh, can give this offense a chance.
3: Absolutely. You know, I, I thought the supporting cast has not been great all year. You kind of watch them and you're like, all right, who are right, who's like keeping the Titans up at night when they're game planning for this game on the Colts offense? You know, the Jordan, Wilkins, John like these guys, they have a bunch of OK guys. But I agree with you. They needed someone with some juice. And Hines has been doing it for a few weeks with the cartwheels in the end zone uh <laughs> the, the other week. And even today, like that touchdown he had. It looked to me like the Titans had a defensive lineman in the backfield, but Hines like made a miss really quickly mm. and then got into the end zone. I mean, he was incredible—70 yards rushing, uh, forty-five, forty-five receiving yards—and so uh, I think he's definitely somebody who needs to get the ball for them a, a lot more. There's no doubt about it. He passes the eye test.
2: You know, we we tape um, this podcast on video. You know, even though it, you know, it's for audio, and so I can't. You know, speaking of the eye test, I can't help but you know think seeing your you know tastefully shaved dome that you have Sheil. and think of the other, you know, beautifully bald man that I, that I usually doing Thursday nights with Chris Wessling. He has loved Naheem Hines since day one his rookie year. Always thought that he deserved more uh, touches Uh, I think they've missed Marlon Mack quite a bit this year, that he's actually a really good running back and and has made that line look good because they haven't been like a great offensive line, uh, at least in short yardage. They they protect Rivers pretty well. But they do have a great defensive line. And that that was the other thing I I definitely wanted to hit on for the Colts. And they're going to play the Titans again in two weeks. It's a really strange stretch of the schedule here where they both play really good teams next week. The Colts have the Packers. And, um, the Titans have the Ravens yeah. in Baltimore and then they're playing each other again. So these, yeah. it's, it's just kind of a crazy three weeks where if one of these teams can sweep the other, that's huge. And I give the Colts a decent chance to sweep the Titans because, because the next one will be on turf. And I think it's a big mismatch when the Titans have the ball. And they're just so used to the play-action passing game and, and Tannehill getting back there. And even though it didn't show up with a ton of sacks, man, they get quick pressure. They get DeForest Buckner and Autry and Grover Stewart had a big game in Houston. It's just They just got a lot of guys. I think if people haven't watched the Colts a lot this year, to me, that, that stands out for them. And to me, that's a mismatch right now against a Titans team who's pretty banged up up front.
3: Yeah, I think Grover Stewart would definitely be the starting nose tackle on like the football hipster or like the right. football tape grinder <laughs> team. I mean, Noah, they they love they love a Grover Stewart. He showed up with that huge hit today uh, down near the goal line. And you're right. I mean, this was. I'm kind of with you. You know, I've heard you talk about this this before. And I'm the same way. I feel like there's a few great defenses that you have to really worry about, and then like defenses five through 20 it just sort of depends on the day the matchup do they create some turnovers here and and the Colts you know they're sort of making their case to be among those five defenses that really matter and and they definitely played well uh tonight and it seems like with with Tannehill you know there were a couple plays it feels like where this game could have swung early on that AJ Brown had right. That c- catch down the left sideline. You felt like, all right, if he makes that catch, maybe it's a different game. And then in the second half, John who Smith, I think was wide open there on the right side and Tannehill overthrew him. But you know, any. Defense, you're going to get some of those breaks throughout the course of the game. But overall, uh, they did a great job. I thought that Danico Autry play was like an underrated play. I think it yeah. was, uh, it was a third and one and in, in Tannehill it was getting out there on a bootleg and he did a great job staying at home and kind of just getting enough of his ankle to sack him there. And then they got the shanked pun after that.
2: Yeah, we it was weird. They bunt they benched their the punter they brought in last week, which was Ryan Allen, Super Bowl great for the Patriots, by the way. Um who had a big game. I didn't even know this, but some Titans fan was all in my mentions going like why did they bench Ryan Allen after he came in and averaged fifty a punt? It's like, I don't know, bro, but uh it did not work out because you mentioned it after that sack it was the seventeen yard shank. And uh it's it's one of the reasons why um you know, analytics Twitter says always go for the fourth down. Of course, is because hopefully you get a defensive stop, you get great field position, right. like the Colts did, and they and they scored right away. Now I heard you say like uh, football hipster tape grinder Twitter. Yeah, like would you wouldn't you be part of you? You don't consider yourself part of that because you you're know. more like the numbers. But I yeah. feel like you might be a football hipster, at
3: least. Uh, I don't know. I did shave. I'm clean shaven here. I have a solid shirt on. It's not that's flat. Fair. I have no mustache. I don't know. We'll let the, uh, we'll let the listeners decide on yeah, that. Yeah, you're, one. that's,
2: that's pretty fair. Like you're, you're clean shaven. You're kind of square. You're into the numbers. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Um, I, I want, I did want to hit on Rivers just before, uh, we're done. He, he is now fifth all time in passing yards which I, I don't put a lot into, but it's just kind of I find it interesting when you when you pass Dan Marino on that. Um, do you think he's playing – do you think he has a chance this year? I picked them to win the Super Bowl just because I decided to uh, pick something I want to root for this year, and I didn't really believe in it. I don't believe in it now. Um, <laughs> do you think there's like any scenario where Phillip Rivers could be good enough to go on a run like to the Super Bowl?
3: I don't see it. I, I don't see the Colts having that, that ceiling. And I, I love Frank Reich. I, I like this team. I picked them to win the, the division before the season, but I just, I look at their off season and, you know, like the Jonathan Taylor pick or even Michael Pittman. I, I felt like they needed to add mm. a, a receiver or, or somebody, you know, we're talking about Naheem Hines, you know, who's a good Pittman player tonight. Pittman looked good tonight. Pittman, look
2: good Pittman tonight, looked good yes.
3: tonight. Yeah. But you know, I, I don't, I don't see like enough there where their offense is going to be good enough and explosive enough throughout the course of like an entire postseason to keep pace with a Patrick Mahomes or even a Steelers or a Ravens team, so I've got them in kind of Mm -hmm. next tier. But you know, I have to remind myself that like week ten, not everything's figured out, and so uh, a month from now, you know, I I feel like Rivers has probably played good games in three of the last four. Uh, They had a tough half last week against the Ravens, so uh, maybe they can prove me wrong. But right now, I would say they don't have that ceiling.
2: You know, you host an Eagles blog, you're an Eagles homer, I I guess. (laughs) I don't even know, Uh, but you like Frank Reich. (laughs) Um, You know, what do they look? like in week 10 before they go on the run there is a long way there's a long way to go but but is he a hall of famer how about that i i think so I heard a nice, you know, back and forth on Twitter tonight where Robert yeah. Mays was just going hard, uh, doing the work of the, of the gods, really, uh, for showing like how many top five passing attacks that Rivers has led over the year. I think he is, but it would be nice to see him win. And I think, uh, I really think they have a chance to win this division by, by sweeping to, uh, and we'll wrap up with this, which is, which is the small margin that you kind of started with with Titans like it's a tough recipe I think Tannehill's great and you're right if Brown catches that pass everyone is talking about that uh Tannehill throw as he's getting just absolutely hammered and Brown goes down the field they've completed that pass so many times it was it actually was a a play Brown would say that he would make um but not great pass pro combined with bad defense uh, and a team that wants to run the ball and pretty shaky special teams. It's like, I, I, I just have thought all year they've been a little sh- shakier than the record indicates. If you throw away the Bills game really, uh, almost every week.
3: Yeah, their their defense, I mean, I was looking at it. Philip Rivers got rid of the ball in, like, 2.3 seconds tonight. And I, I feel like their pass rush and their coverage don't mix, you know? Like, there are times where you look at it and say they need more pass rush. But tonight, I just felt like their coverage was leaving guys open time yeah. after time after time and leaving uh, leaving open guys for Rivers to find. And Saffold goes down tonight. They already lost Luan, so if that's a serious injury, their offensive line isn't going to be good. I'll tell you what, I was very nervous about, like, an hour ago, just furiously... Googling Trevor Daniel. I'm like, of course, (laughs) the one time I'm on, that's the punter. And all I found out was what they said on the broadcast, which was that he was delivering packages for FedEx. And I don't, is this coincidence or not? Because Arthur Arthur Smith- the titans oc his dad is the founder of fed like was trevor daniel doing a terrible job delivering those packages and his dad's like yo arthur like you you guys got to sign this guy get him out of the company i don't know what was going on there Ooh, that
2: that was such a good value <laughs> add to uh the program here your buddy bo <laughs> wolf who joined us on tuesday's feel in the heat because yeah that i didn't even think of that that you just benched like a, a Super Bowl winning punter, Ryan Allen, coming yeah. off a good week just because your dad uh, runs FedEx and uh, there's this great story. It almost yeah. feels like they were looking
3: for free advertising. And they got it. They got it here on this. Why mm. listen to a uh, podcast, which is probably more important to them than even getting it during the Troy uh, Aikman saying <laughs> it, I would say
2: in my eyes. Uh, it, it would be amazing if that like costs uh, the Titans uh, a playoff spot. All right. The AFC South. It's fun. It, it's, been, uh, it's been some down years in the afc south this year not a bad one um not a bad spot at all by you shield thank you uh for joining me tonight for the first time um but i've known i've known you a long time uh and it's good people should really check out shield's work at, at the athletic um being serious one of the the best uh writers in the game you, you know you've you you were kind of a beat guy and now you've moved on past plebes like that and you're
3: a national guy now uh, I'm I'm just glad you said I had to edge over Bo Wolf. So I well, I, I didn't, I didn't yeah. say that totally. Well, you, you, I'll was, put I'll put words in your mouth. The you point. had a
2: good you had a good uh, parting shot. Yeah, their podcast is uh, Birds with Friends uh, at the Athletic. All right, um, Colts win. We will be back on Sunday with the flagship show. Uh, we are into Week Ten. Double digits. Thanksgiving is almost here. We are making progress. Let's get out of it.